how would your life change if you got better at what you already do better than everyone else with hardly any effort? Today, I'm going to talk about reasons why you should focus on your strengths. Welcome back to the number one rated podcast in my entire family. I'm your host, Daniel Robert Sanchez, and this is MindFlow, a show to help you find your flow. Whether it's mindset, wellness, or leadership, when the time's right to get your mind right, each time you tune in, you can always expect to hear ideas and concepts to help transform your life. And that's the mission of the show. It's always important starting out with the mission because all of us have our own personal missions for getting up each day. And when you combine your personal mission with the mission of this show, that's when the magic happens, which means the magic would never happen if you didn't show up. So thank you for showing up today. Before we get started, I want to give everyone who left a review a shout out, all of you, each and every one of you, thank you so much. And if you haven't left a review yet, please do so. Each review with a five-star rating helps the show out tremendously by putting it in front of new listeners to learn about the show. It's phenomenal knowing that people like you are making the world better by learning new ways to make yourself better, and you're actively engaged with helping yourself or helping others become a better, wiser, and more evolved version of yourself. Thank you so much. And I want to talk to you today about four categories that involve focusing on your strengths. But before I do, think about this. Think about what your parents made you focus on when you were growing up or what your teachers pointed out to you while you were in school, or even what your boss expects from you when you're at work. Does any of that have to do with focusing on your strengths or focusing on your weaknesses? Well, the reality is most people have been conditioned since they were young to focus on their mistakes. And don't get me wrong, it's extremely important to identify what you're doing wrong and to fix your mistakes But being aware of what you're doing wrong is only one half of the solution. So let's get this party started and jump into the four categories of focusing on your strengths. Category one, definitions. I'm going to break this category down into four chunks, talent, knowledge, skills, and ability. Number one, talent. What are talents? Well, physical talents are things that you're born with. Some people are just faster than everyone else, and some people are just taller than everyone else, and those are things you just can't teach. (laughs) You can't teach tall. And non-physical talent, well, those are traits like humor and curiosity or compassion or even critical thinking. Number two, knowledge. Knowledge is information that you earn or that you learn from studying or by looking up facts or that you earn through personal experience. And knowledge can also help you solve problems, create inventions, and teach others. An example of knowledge is knowing historical or current federal laws and regulations or knowing upper divisional levels of math that apply to certain industries like engineering or rocket science. Number three, skill. And what are skills? Skills are learned activities that you develop in repetition and in practice and in training. Skills can be measured by data or by people, 
and skills are always learned for accomplishing goals or objectives. And they can be broken down into hard skills and soft skills. Hard skills are things like carpentry or computer repair or dribbling a basketball with your opposite hand or even being able to bat right-handed and bat left-handed. Soft skills are things like communication and public speaking or influencing others and knowing different sales techniques or even leading by making positive changes at work through difficult times. Number four, ability. And what are abilities actually? Abilities always get confused with skill, so let me make this easy. Ability is the way you perform, and skill is the act of performing. And let me explain. I'll make it quick. The ability to communicate. Just because you develop the skill of public speaking doesn't make you a good communicator. As a public speaker, your ability to communicate will determine if people listen to you, or if people understand you, or if people remember what you're saying when you're done speaking. Now that we've defined different types of strengths, let's transition to another category of focusing on your strengths. Category two, importance. I'll break this category down into two quick questions. Question one, why is it important to focus on your strengths? Answer, to give you a competitive advantage in the workforce. Question two, What would happen if your strengths were in alignment with your career? Answer, you might enjoy your job because you're actually good at it instead of doing the job for the money. And let that sink in for a second. Think about this. How would your life change if you got better at what you already do better than everyone else with hardly any effort? Because the world would rather pay really good money to people who are really good at what they do instead of paying people who are just okay at what they're doing. And I'll cover the last two categories of focusing on your strengths after a quick message from Anchor.fm. Welcome back and thank you so much for staying tuned. I have to give you another big shout out for continuing to learn new ways for developing your mindset and a big thank you to Anchor for serving as the bridge that continues to connect us with its free and easy-to-use platform. Now let's get back to the last two categories of focusing on your strengths. Category 3. What else should you work on? The best way to find out what else you need to work on besides improving your strengths is by asking yourself this question. Is my strength my greatest weakness? Because every strength comes with a corresponding subcategory. But you need to know the subcategories and you should be highly aware of them, especially if they might be negatively impacting your progress. And here's a few examples of how your biggest strength can be your biggest weakness. If your strength is in organizing and planning, here are some subcategories. Are you open to suggestions? How well do you work with other people? And how well do you handle changes to the plans you make? If your strength is being an optimist, here are some subcategories. Are you so optimistic it seems disingenuous? Does your optimism have a positive influence on the people around you? Or does your optimism make people negative? And what about if your strength is being the biggest basketball player on the court? How good is your free throw game? Or if you're a golfer, 
and you can drive the ball further than everyone else. How good is your putting game? And what does all of this mean? It means if you want to take full advantage of your strengths, you have to find the balance of staying focused on your strengths while developing its corresponding subcategories just enough so they don't derail you. Okay, let's move on. So what if you're not sure what your strengths are? That's a great question, and it's a great segue into today's last category. Category 4, how to find your strengths. If you're not sure what your strengths are, don't beat yourself up about it. You're not the only one and you're not alone. There are a few different things you can do and there's a few routes you can take. I've got three for you. Number one, you can poll your friends and family by asking them what they think you're naturally good at. And this is cool because you'll be surprised. Sometimes what you think are your strengths aren't what other people consider your strengths to be. Number two, hop on a computer and with a quick Google search, you can find a free online assessment quickly. Number three, if you really want to learn what your strengths are and how they can benefit you in the workforce, in my opinion, hands down the best assessment to take is called Clifton Strengths, previously known as Clifton Strength Finders or Strength Finders 2.0. Now, this isn't free. I've paid for this one out of my own pocket. And I believe in it so much, I've actually purchased it for family members in high school when they graduate. I give it to people who I mentor outside of work, and I even give it away to friends as gifts. And I know, I know it sounds so cheesy, but that's just how I roll. I'll throw the link for Clifton Strengths in the show notes. And full disclaimer, Gallup and Clifton Strengths are not paying me for this service announcement. It's $50, but if you're looking to get ahead, or looking to get a raise, or if you're trying to level up, your three-year you will thank you, and your five-year you will tell you that $50 is a drop in the bucket compared to what you earn in return. And on that note, that's a wrap for today. And remember, if you learn your strengths, and you balance focusing on them while improving their corresponding subcategories, not only will you set yourself apart from the competition, but who knows? You might even find a job that you love doing that makes you feel happy and fulfilled. And like always, I hope this episode adds more meaning and more purpose to everything that already makes you a phenomenal human being. If you like this topic, share it on your Instagram stories. And if you want to chat, direct message me on Instagram at Daniel Robert Sanchez or on my Facebook group called Mindset Mecca. I'm highly engaged and whether it's good or bad, your feedback is always welcome. Because without you, this show wouldn't exist, and I appreciate you. There may be someone you know that can benefit from today's show, so please share it, spread the love, and send some positive vibes out into the universe. Because of you and little acts of kindness like this are why the Mind Flow show will continue to grow and grow and grow. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep learning to find your flow.